This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 14, Episode 16, titled Grand Finale. My name's Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one ultimate co-host from the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say... Tootsie Lou! To, <laughs> to Taylor the Latte Boy... Hello, Taylor the Latte Boy. How are you? Joseph, hello. How are you doing? Good. We're t- taping this at night. We are taping. That's why I didn't pull a clip zero. I didn't have time to pull the audio. Look, honestly, no one said anything either. No. But, um, but yeah, but now here we are, Taylor. The end of the run. The end of the show. You have been praying for this moment since January 8th. And yep. now here we are. The end of the show. It How only took feeling? 33 episodes, but we are here. We are here. We are queer. Well, I guess you're not going to get used to it because this is the last one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's your five-year anniversary with your husband? Yep. yep. How many we... years have you guys actually been together? 14. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh 14. So you guys were dating for nine years. Yeah. Well, for a big chunk of those, we couldn't legally get married. Oh, so, interesting. So we, so there was a time I mean, when people, I, could, when gay people couldn't get married. Yeah, I know it was, or or people of different races couldn't get married either. Yeah, they took care of that first, yeah. as anybody who's watched the Jeffersons knows. Why the Je- Oh, because of uh, Tom and the Willises. What was yes. the, what was the mother? The, it was Tom and what was her name? Uh, Oh my God, Helen! I, Helen, Helen, yes, Helen, Helen, Tom. You know what's so funny? I had to explain to Aiden today. Uh, All in the Family and Archie Bunker. That uh, that is a show that could never be on now. Oh, that's what I was talking about. That's exactly yeah. what I was talking about. So the conversation was about how the seventies were much more, uh, were much edgier than TV now. And especially yes. in terms of race and conversations about race and uh, and cl- and and classism and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. it, it it's it's insane how you couldn't have that show. You couldn't have shows like that now. You just couldn't. Yeah. No. We we. It's funny. Somebody in the chat room just said something that my husband and I talked about last night, which was they could never make the movie Blazing Saddles today. No. No, it, it, uh, any uh, the thing about it though is that a show like All in the Family should be made today, yeah, because it showed it was it was a clear. I mean, Norman Lear was a very liberal uh, television producer, but you're saying showed, everything I was saying today. When in here, just gonna be like, oh, I'm hearing it again. <laughs> but I mean, he did everything through the lens of somebody who was super conservative, racist, sexist. Just and, and it, he was the buffoon, mm-hmm. but you also kind of also in some ways rooted for him too. Yeah. It was just it, it it was a it's a classic sitcom, which a lot of it a lot of the comedy holds up. I mean, some of the topics that they talk about obviously don't, but and then when you consider, you know, so then there was the Jeffersons, there was Maud, there was Good Times, like all of these shows spun out of All in the Family and all dealt with very different different topics. You're literally making the point. You take you took the words right out of my mouth from earlier today. That is what yeah. we're talking about. Uh, anyway, Taylor. Speaking of groundbreaking television, um, this week each of the five top queens sang a song and was interviewed by RuPaul. The five finalists were narrowed down to two, and they were Lady Camden and Willow Pill. Cornbread the Snack Chate was named Miss Congeniality. Meanwhile, after a lip sync showdown for the crown, Willow Pill was named America's. Next drag superstar Taylor the Latte Boy for the final time. Name two things I liked about the episode and one thing you did not. 
Well, I just think that it's amazing that you and I called it in the Meet the Queens episode that Willow Pill would oh, clearly no. win yeah. season. <laughs> um, uh, two things that I loved that it was a live presentation in front of an audience, mm-hmm. which is a blessing and a curse because I feel like everybody feeds off that energy, but everybody in the audience is so extra through everything, which I get that you said that they have them, you know, films that with somebody saying something really funny or really, you know, fierce or, you know, like I get that they do that and they just intersperse that. But I say that every year that the audience is extra, but I love that. Everything was a little extra this year in terms of like that. That was like the, like the sweetening of the clapping was really extra. Like you could tell, you could actually audibly hear that it was like a a laugh track or like an applause track and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I loved that I liked mm-hmm. was almost everybody's looks. Mm-hmm. I thought everybody that was everybody with one huge part in the pun exception, I thought looked really great and oh, definitely all had various variations. Who do you think? Who would be one that I would go? That's horrible. They just guy. Yep. Okay. They 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 done did her wrong when they put her looking in that yellow Tweety Bird nightmare next to Georgia's, who was also in like a showgirl outfit and looked so much better. Mm-hmm. Something it, Deja Sky had to have pulled her stuff out in the dressing room and looked at everybody else's stuff and went shit mm-hmm. because it was just it was so. I don't was, know if she so has that self awareness. Well. The wig alone, when she would take off the dress, the the, the whole Liza Minnelli, you know, shag yeah. cut, it, just everything about it was not, it was not a good look for yeah. Miss Deja Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I did not like was, I didn't like that they did original songs. I We want to see them lip sync to some crazy songs mm-hmm. and to, again, kind of like the lip sync of Perusa. You're, you're fighting for the crown now. So if it's a situation in which they get to pull us where they have to pull a song or pick a box and that's the one they have to lip sync to, I feel like that would have been more exciting. We've already seen that they're clearly willing to pay for the, the royalties for at least some music. Let's let's see them do that. So that mm-hmm. was a little like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't care for that. But how about you for the last time this season? What are two things you liked and one thing you did not? In terms of the like... You know, I, I the show moved, and often the finale can drag, and I don't yes. feel there were uh, any, there was no dragging. You know, there was no, like, uh, you know, like, talking too long to the contestant, or they didn't stay too long and everything. It's, it moved really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also, I think like you, I liked it. There was a live audience again. I liked a lot of the looks. They were great. Overall, yay. Yeah. What I didn't like is I I think we went back to the old school um finale, which I know I know the lip sync for the crown was very controversial. Uh I was a fan of the lip sync for the crown. I thought it made for an exciting finale. Yeah. You know? And even if they did what they did, I'm like, I think this is kind of what you were saying is I wish they would have just ponied up the money for the girls to do big production numbers to real songs. Yeah. You know, like just shell out the money and have them dance to, you know, um, here you go again by Dolly Parton, you know, that big dance number or, mm-hmm. uh, when I think of you by Janet Jackson. Yes. Or, yeah. um, Close to you by the Carpenters, mm-hmm. you know, or um, Liza with a Z, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, all yeah. these great numbers that everyone's been dying to see. Uh, Alone yeah. Again Naturally. Uh, Leo by, Sayer. <laughs> yeah, Leo, Leo, oh, yeah, we should do some Leo Sayer. The like, what's that one about? Uh, I should be dancing. Isn't that Leo Sayer? No, I should. You should be dancing as the Bee Gees. No, wait, hold on. What's the? He has a dancing song, though, too. Yeah. Oh, you make me feel like a dancer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So how about, how about uh, the Pina Colada song? Oh, people have been dying. That would have been that one. a great yeah, yeah, yeah. one for a lip sync. Mm-hmm. I am woman by Helen Reddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I could see somebody actually doing that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, the point is, what's that Carly Simon song from Working Girl? Let the River Run. I yeah. like that song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, if they're going to do that, it should be, oh, what's the song where she talks about her mother smoking in bed? Um, I heard that's the way I heard it. Oh, supposed to the, be. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. That's the way I heard it should be like, <laughs> is depressing from song, from note one. That would be fantastic. <laughs> If they did it. How about, how about Harper Valley PTA? Oh, that would actually be a really fun <laughs> one. That would be a really, really fun one, actually, I think. Anyway, Loving You by Minnie Ripperton. That would be a fun one, too. <laughs> I know, but it's not like, well, but you have to figure out a way to do a death drop in the middle of it. <laughs> I would just get the, the little midget to come and dance behind me. And One last Kenya Michaels reference for the yeah. season. One last Kenya Michaels reference for the season. All right. So, Taylor, I'll be honest with you. I don't have – I mean, the show moves so well. And I mean, I don't really have a lot to – I have a few notes. And I don't know I what have a notes few you notes. Have. Yeah. I have a few notes, too. And so I, I don't. don't know really what you have to say about this episode. Well, I um said the first thing was Rue's look was very much a bookend to Lizzo wearing yeah. the Tina Turner from Mad Max Thunderdome outfit in the beginning of the season that we have Rue wearing basically something like it. Mm-hmm. Lizzo did a better job, but yeah. I can appreciate, I feel like I've liked some of Rue's looks in previous season finales. Yeah. More. She looked like she was doing a news, like a sci-fi version of the Carol Burnett sketch. And the one with the wind. <laughs> went with the wind. Yeah. Went with the wind. Where she came down wearing the big curtain rod and stuff like that. That had that scene held the Guinness Book of World Records record for a long time of the longest laugh on a sitcom. Yeah, like the longest continuous laugh of the audience. Mm-hmm. That that, but that is for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about. YouTube Carol Burnett show went with the wind. Yeah. It is a classic. It's a classic uh, skit. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so, okay. So, uh, what, what, what were your kind of your notes here? Um, well, apparently not only is it my anniversary with my husband, but now we share it with RuPaul day. April oh. 22nd is RuPaul day yeah. with the key to the city, uh-huh. which was very like, wow, the key to the city. Like she, yeah. she could not yeah. have given less of a shit. I have six Emmys. <laughs> yeah. Like- yeah. But you know what? Great. This key. Like very, very much of the where she walked backstage with it and then threw it in the trash can. It wasn't even a nice key like, in the frame. It was like a, no. a cardboard cutter they covered with like aluminum foil. It looks like something that was behind the cash register that you could get at Things Remembered. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else? Well, you know what? Why don't we do this, Taylor? I don't feel like it's going to be a very long episode. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break now? Why don't we just do it now? Why don't we get it out of the way? And then when we come back, we'll take five minutes to talk about the rest of the episode. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would I do for an extra hour in the day? I'll tell you, I want to write more. In a, in a, in a previous life, I... Uh, was a writer, wanted to be a writer, all that jazz, you know, wrote things. And then it seems now that a podcast, which is an, a, a great creative outlet, by the way, I just write less. And well, I do write a lot. I just, I don't know why I'm going on about this. I write less. I don't write creatively as much as I want to. Now it's mostly just writing about RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever's coming up for the show. And if I had an extra hour, I would spend it writing. And that's what I would do with an extra hour. That's what matters to me. But what matters to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. I have benefited very much from therapy. And it's helped me set priorities in my life. Hell, the reason I am a podcaster full time is because of therapy. It helped me realize where my priorities were. And 
I benefited from therapy, and I think everyone can benefit from therapy, and that's why I think you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's designed to be flexible, and you can totally fit it in your own schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race. Crack that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah! <laughs> Taylor, oh, what a break. The last yeah. The last yeah of season 14. The last yeah of season 14. Because well, I think I only do it on the flagship show, really. I don't think I do it on the other ones. I do like a laugh on the other yeah. ones. But I don't think I do the yeah. Anyway, so Taylor, what, so what were you, so, so first we come, before we get to the, to the, the song performances, did you have any other notes? No. Okay. No. The first, (laughs) the the first song performance was by Angeria. Did you, and then we, we had a song performance and then they talked to her. Did you have any big thoughts on Angeria and what happened there? But they also have the clip package too. Yeah, the clip package, everything. Yeah, the whole thing. And I thought of the clip packages, she might have been my favorite one yeah it was a great clip package it was very genuine it felt very real yeah it it just showed her charisma just how amazing it was all season and that she was able to kind of do it out in Mm -hmm. public you know that's hard day drag in vegas in the middle in the middle of the heat and Mm -hmm. i i give her credit for that and she seemed like people seemed happy to see her and all that kind of stuff yeah um i this was sort of the first time that I thought, okay, so supposedly it's her song, but it's clearly not her singing yeah. or lip syncing. And with the dancers and the interview, it felt very like pageanty because it feels like each of the girls got it, got a question that was supposed to be very pageanty. And uh, so I thought, oh, okay, this is a little different, but I, I just, the one thing I noticed was her lip syncing was way off. There was lots of times where she was not, her mouth was not matching the, um, matching the words and a couple of times with her dancing she seemed a little like i'm not sure what to do so that mm-hmm. didn't make me feel good for angie when uh watching her perform i was hoping for i was hoping to be wowed and i wasn't really wowed for that well they did a similar type finale for seasons seven and eight correct i don't think they did it for six uh, no they didn't do it for six I don't know. Re- you're right. They did do it. I remember we were talking about that tonight after it was over and they definitely did it for eight because I remember, I remember, uh, Kim Chi doing a song about not being able to dance. What's that um, first song with Fat Nation? Oh, that is true. And then I thought Bob had purse first. No. Um, huh? Purse first was his purse first was Bob single after oh. she was off the show. Maybe Bob was about not being able to dance. Oh, Al- Maybe, Ale- I don't know. oh, I don't like to show off with was Bob's song. Okay. And then I who was the third? It was Naomi Smalls. Wasn't it was her about legs or something like that? Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I I was sort of like, oh shit, this is what this is going to be, where we're not going to get, we're not going to get the, you know. There's five boxes and they all have a Britney Spears song or a Whitney mm-hmm. Houston song or yeah. a share song. I mean, you know, th- this was a share song. They could have done 
they could have done other share songs. But who knows? Sanjir, you what said, were your thoughts? I, I'll be honest with you. I don't really. I mean, she went out here. That's that, it's sort of been the blessing and the curse of this season is that they are a capable, competent cast. But that's yes. they're not fantastic. There's no one who is like amazing, and there's no one who's really horrible. So it was a serviceable uh, number, and I feel like a lot of them were like that. To be honest with you, I think, and this is gonna get really nerdy, and maybe like one of our librarians will tell me who who I really said it. But I believe, I believe it was like John Quincy Adams, or like one of those presidents in the middle, like Millard Fillmore yeah. or something like that. Where their last words, they just eaten, and their last words were the nourishment was palatable. And I've always you were remember, whelmed. huh? You were whelmed. Yeah, the ner- and I was like that always reminded me of just being like, yeah, it was. I ate. I was able to eat it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's how I feel about a lot of these numbers. I don't really. I mean, her number was fine. I didn't even notice the lip syncing not matching. Uh, mm. it was obvious she rehearsed it. She looked fantastic. She looked great. It, and this is this is a thing that I wonder because I will say Lady Camden and Willow Pill had the stronger songs. Oh, uh, that is in my notes. Willow Pill clear. They announced that they're all available for download or streaming or something. And I'm like, I said with Willow Pills, I'm like that's going to be in memes for a while. That yeah. is definitely a song that's going to be incorporated into memes and like TikTok and Instagram, that sort of thing. They had the stronger songs. So does that affect their outcome? I don't know. I, mean, that's I think a weird absolutely. Thing. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on Nigeria. Okay. Who do you have next? Next up was Bosco. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing that I wrote with Bosco's was, come on, Dracula. <laughs> so it was it just oh, yeah, like it, it was very Dracula esque. And the other thing, yeah. too, was like, this wasn't very Bosco in during her season. But constantly talking about how hot she was and everyone thinks she's so hot. And I was just like, and by the way, I do think Bosco's attractive, but that's just, it, it, it seemed off for her personality. That's a, that's a very good point. But maybe this is something as she has begun her transition, she's feeling more confident about herself mm-hmm. and her body. So this may be, that, that may be a result of that. You figure these were, season 14 was taped last summer early fall yeah and a lot of the girls have gone through major changes over the over the last several months and with that maybe she was feeling herself a little bit she was feeling her oats yeah maybe, maybe you're right maybe you're right maybe you're 100 right um I, in terms of her number yeah you know apart from the reveal and i feel reveals are a big part of this episode in different ways i didn't really feel there was much to, to write home about with the song and i don't know it was because the dancing was fine her lip sync mm-hmm. was fine she looked fantastic she had that reveal was it the fault of the song there, i don't have anything wrong i don't have anything bad i don't have anything bad to say about any of these numbers none mm-hmm. of them none of them everybody did the job they were supposed to do so if, yes. if, if, if they're weak in any way i blame the song I would agree with that. And which I would means absolutely agree whether with that. that you're fucked because you got a bad song. Yeah. Um any big thoughts on Bosco and her song or whatever, Taylor? No. I, I the song was you know, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It didn't blow me away. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of it. It was just sort of like a oh that would that, that that happened. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. And like I said at the top of the show. I was never bored. I was never like looking at the clock. I was I was I was entertained but uh-huh. it was it was junk food it was like there was no substance it's cotton it. candy cotton candy it's, it's you it's sweet and it dissolves in your mouth and it's already gone because i'll even say let's jump ahead i don't even know when this is but let's just cover it now what did you think? okay maybe i don't know i want i am not a fashion person what did you think of simone's outfit because that's something you usually look forward to we had the years where the previous winner would come out, Bianca, Violet, um, Bob, Sasha. They came out of these uh, 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 Aquarius. Remember she was on her toes the whole time or something? Like a, yeah. She was the black swan. Like you had these iconic outfits for the queen who was returning. They would put a lot of effort into this. And I know it was some sort of fashion take, but I felt like what 
what is this? It looked like Janet Jackson's 1993, like a video that she would have done. I keep talking about Janet Jackson. Yeah, you're not obsessed with Janet Jackson. Right now. I'm obsessed with Janet Jackson. Um, but it was, yeah, I was, I was, ta- that was, that would be something that I was definitely underwhelmed. Yeah, but sort of like, ow. And I'm putting it in the whole pieces that everything, like Simone was fine. Everybody was fine, but it's just this whole banal, like, not nothing memory. I will not remember this six months from now, let alone a year from now. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I feel that there was similarities to see the only thing that I remember about the season eight finale was Violet's look. That was when Violet came out and had the crown that was made of skin with had mm-hmm. the had the bugs all over it and everything. I mean, that was for the ages. Yeah. That was iconic. So yeah. for Simone to kind of come out in a tank top and jeans was a little like, oh. Yeah. Well, Lari looked better than her. Yeah, it was very, very strange. It yeah. was very, very strange. Okay. So then we went from there, we went to Diabetes. And Diabetes, yeah. No, go ahead. I I wrote the worst clip package, but the most conceptual outfit. Okay. I don't have to disagree with that. Uh, and she, she, you know, who was before her? Oh, Bosco. There were a lot of people who didn't have family there. Bosco didn't have family there. They never yeah. really went into that. But they had just seen her. They did go a little bit into that. They'd seen her for the first time in drag. Blah, 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 blah. Daya, they've never gone into Daya's family. I get, I get the sort of sense that that's sort of like off limits. Possibly, yeah. They've never talked about Daya's family whatsoever. It's not even an Amir moment. Nothing. It's like they don't exist. So, okay. And it's one of these where she came out in this outfit that I kind of got, I was getting gypsy moth sort yeah. of thing or like a moth kind of thing that eventually sheds its wings and it's, the, and it's this bug. If Daya was going to do a bug motif, why wouldn't you do a dragonfly? Why? Because she ate a dragonfly this season. Oh, I forgot about girl. Why? Why are you remembering that? That was like episode one. Or I, be, I because uh, I have the clip of her go of uh, Carrie going a dragonfly that a oh. friend of mine sent me. He he occasionally just sends it to me as a sound clip, and then I, it makes me laugh. So is it Brian Gregory? That's why I remember that. It is Brian Gregory. <laughs> Brian Gregory's this guy that hates me. Okay. He doesn't hate you. Oh, oh my God. I would, if, if you would have put him as one of your four days of happiness and you didn't put me, I would have <laughs> driven to the local airport, got on a plane, flown across the country, landed, driven to your house, flipped you off, and then driven back to the airport <laughs> and flown back home. Anyway, um, Diabetti, you know, it was fine. It was. I actually, I actually can't tell you anything about the song. No. I Something about a fighter. Oh, yeah. She's a fighter. Something like that, I remember. They were very forgettable yeah. songs. Uh, and then after that, we had Lady Camden. Now, again, now we're going to the final two, and they had the strongest songs. Queer, not queer, well, queerly. Queerly a very strong homage to Queen. I mean, they made no mistake about it. Oh, yeah, clearly. I almost wonder if they hired that guy to... Do you know that guy that sounds like Freddie Mercury? Uh-uh. Oh, you've never heard... He's no. a YouTube guy, and he sounds just like him, and they even used him in that Freddie Mercury movie to do some sort of, like... They used Freddie Mercury's voice, but whenever they needed him, they used him. He sounds just like uh, Freddie Mercury. I mean, it's like... And he's actually kind of cute too. Um, I'm surprised Queen. Why? Why I don't know why Queen um, doesn't hire him instead of that stupid Adam. Do you know anyone who like goes? I'm a big uh, Adam Lambert fan. No, I like Adam Lambert's songs. He has a couple mm-hmm. of songs that I like, but I I don't know anybody that's super excited because Adam Lambert's coming on tour. Okay, so this is his name's Mark Martell. Okay, this is gonna be him singing Bohemian Rhapsody right here. Is this the real life? Oh wow. Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your 
Yeah, he sounds just like him. And sounds I sounds great. Yeah. And he's really cute too. And um uh you check him out. And uh maybe they hired him to do the thing. This guy didn't sound exactly like Freddie Mercury, but I could see Mark Martell doing like, well, I don't want to do like the exact I'll do like a close-ish thing. I don't know. Yeah. I'm making things up, right? But yeah, and and her number was good, and she's a dancer, so it it would you you did that was the first one you were like, okay, this is different. Yeah, and I wrote she seemed to be loved by the audience at, yes. at that point. She had gotten the biggest, the biggest uh, audience reaction mm-hmm. when she was done, and you're like, okay, it's definitely going to be Lady Camden is going to be one of the two. Yeah, and then how about she did the interview in the mom, and she talked to the mom, and the mom, and then she was like, UK, hun. You all right, babe? Yeah. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> really awkward. And I, Mike, I was really uncomfortable. It was cringy. Yeah. Well, and also you got in. a situation where the mother didn't seem to the, the mother seemed almost like a deer in a headlights kind of thing, where she didn't really know how to answer questions, and you could kind of tell RuPaul was uh, annoyed. But Taylor, this is what I'm telling you: as a person who's been to many of these finales, when they talk to the family. They talked to them for a long time, like five minutes, okay? Mm-hmm. And then they just used that little 30 seconds or something. So that right. was the strongest 30 seconds. That was oh. the best of what they had. Yeah. So awkward. <laughs> anyway. Ma- uh, Mama, Camden, Mama Camden cost Lady Camden the crown. Probably, I know. Um, okay, then we had Willow Pill. We had Willow Pill. I said that that song is going to be a meme. We're going to start seeing that in TikToks. Um, she said, I don't like people. We both, I hate people. I hate people. I mean, Babalu laughed at it and he was like, I would totally, I would totally download that song. Oh, really? So that was the only one that he got that. We got that from. In terms of the song, it was the strongest song. Yes. You know, the catchiest and whatnot. I wondered, do you think they consulted on the song and they worked with a songwriter to what they wanted? Because it, see, it I'm seemed sure. very Willow Pill. Well, when you figure also the Lady Camden was one was I fell and I got back up and I won. I mean, that is basically talking about when she did the Freddie Mercury yeah. falling and tripping and having the mustache. So mm-hmm. you figure the one about Diabetti was about being a fighter and fighting mm-hmm. for what she wants. I know Bosco's was something about the devil. And Angie's was just very, I do it all. So yeah, I, I love mean, Angeria, yeah, I think but it was, there's not much to her. But, apart from right. Yeah. Right. Um, the other thing that I wrote about Willow was she was the quickest with the answers, mm-hmm. with the with the back and forth with Rue, mm-hmm. and you could tell Rue was really enjoying it. Yeah. Yes, and even so, the pa- even the sister with the H and M joke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that was gonna be the next thing. It's just the whole family that seems to be a that seems to be really good. Yeah. And what's funny is so. Willow didn't do a lot of dancing. It was mostly about the outfit and presents and whatnot so good job willow pill mm-hmm. then we that's after that is when we did the um simone came out and she brought out la la re no we're what missing happened? something what the losing is the new winning song oh i, I skipped past oh okay did i miss well, anything here no i call um, it losing is the new skipping the segment <laughs> I will say this though the song is losing is the new winning and i know that it was on one of the previous seasons it might have been season 12 was when they performed that i don't get why the song starts it's losing is the new winning and jada is the one with the solo in the yeah. beginning so the one winner that's in this show she's the it, that didn't make any sense to me but um it was just sort of it was i don't know that was i didn't watch it i really guys i'm sorry that i didn't watch it but i didn't you, like, you didn't I, I, miss yeah, much. I can skip it. I, 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 and, the, and then not only that, not only do they sing this, but then all the rest of the cast of season 14 has to come out at the end to talk about losing is the new winning. So they pretty much, oh. pretty much it is the, you are all the losers kind of oh. thing. I'll stand there. It was, it, it, that was a little cringy. That was the kind of the one time I went, Ooh, that's, yeah. that's not, that's not cute. There's something about Cameron Michaels. She came walking down the stairs. I was like, skip. I don't like Cameron. Michaels. <laughs> there was like one her. of them. I didn't recognize who it was. But so you didn't see Naomi? No, Na- Naomi had some work done. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like she's her name should be Naomi Gunn because her she her skin was pulled back a little tight and she kind of looked Asian. 
Oh, the doors that Gia's opened. Now Naomi's looking. Yes. <laughs> yes, the doors that Gia's opened. Okay, so then we had Simone come out. Then we have uh they bring out La La Ree, which I know there's a meme about her and the and the bags on her and blah 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 blah. But I was like, I forgot La La Ree existed. Let alone that she was Miss Congeniality. And that I thought was a missed opportunity on La La Ree's part, in that they she could have come out in a very, very elevated paper bag outfit where she could have redone it where it was something where she had months to work on it and or uh, paid somebody Mm -hmm. to design it for and what she wore while it looked better than simone's was like it looked unfinished which i get that's also the point because it was kind of like the framework for a dress but it just was it was off kilter and then she looked like she had like a wrap around her and yeah i I don't know it wasn't it wasn't a great look we also missed the tribute to hot chocolate. What was that about? I'd never even heard of hot chocolate, but I mean, I guess she's great. I, I guess she's great too, but apparently she is a well-known queen in, I guess in Vegas or where she's like a Tina Turner impersonator. Yeah. Would you go and see her? If she was part of a review, absolutely. I would go see her. I would mm-hmm. go see, you know how I love Tina Turner, but mm-hmm. it, it felt very where you almost kind of thought like, this is going to be a new segment of where Rue presents an, an established oh. long-term queen for like some sort of like award or something mm-hmm. but it was just she kind of talked about it and said she was great and this drag queen stood up and cried and waved at everybody and then sat yeah. back down it was it was just a weird like okay we've gone over this we have like three minutes we have to fill you know what mm-hmm. bring out the bring out the hot chocolate but you know i'll tell you what i i will say I do like that they focus on a an iconic queen at the finale, and I, maybe they should do that every finale. See a package, and then they have you know Lady Bunny there, or Sherry Vine, or Lip Synca. These like sort of iconic drag queens are still with us, and we get to learn about them. Coco Peru, Coco Peru. Um, yeah. Um. Okay, and oh, then so Miss Congeniality. So yeah. they bring bring Miss Congeniality. I said before the commercial break, I said, it's going to be cornbread. Mm-hmm. I said, and he was, and Babalu was like, well, she wasn't on that long. I said, right, but the rest of them vote for it. And she didn't get to participate. So then that will be something of, not only was, and she was also, you know, a great queen where she seemed very supportive of other queens, but that is going to be where they're going to, they're going to uh, vote for cornbread. And I was right. Oh, woohoo. Look at you. Drag race expert. Title the Lante boy. Mm-hmm. Um, That's me. Yeah, that was completely fine. And then we went from there right into the lip, the final two lip sync, right? Uh, yeah, they, well, they did the thing, which I liked that it was up on a big screen. Yeah. And I, I had famously said last week that I thought it was going to be the last two were going to be Lady Camden and Bosco. Mm -hmm. And then I said that it might end in a tie. And when the second one where it looked like, which this again, they done did or dirty where it looked like it was going to be Bosco and then it went back up and hit Willow Pill. I thought that was kind of a shitty thing to do to Bosco. Yeah. But not surprising again, given the song and the, 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 just the, the rapport that she seemed to have with Rue. Yeah. And then we go right into the, um, the final two, the lip sync where they did gimme, 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 which is actually an ABBA song, but Cher came out when she did the Mamma Mia sequel, she came out with an album of ABBA covers. Which the first time I listened to it, I thought, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the third or fourth time I listened to it, I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some I have some of the songs on my uh, workout mix mm-hmm. and uh, or on my walking mix. And they just kind of sound like it's Cher and somebody with a kiosk Casio uh, synthesizer kind of kind of doing the songs together. My my feeling on that, that's a great song, mm-hmm. but if you're going to do a cover, you had made a mm-hmm. reference, I think, before we started taping of that, you know, they probably couldn't get the royalties to the ABBA version, is Erasure did a EP in the 90s of ABBA covers. Oh, they did? And they, and they do that song, and it's really, really good. And it's very, it's very 90s. But then you've also got the queer representation. Yeah. I feel like they could have, they could have done that. But Stupid. No one asked me, so. Yeah. Now, they do the number. I'm going to tell you something. We see Willow Pill there, a big old giant. I'm like, okay, we should have a hundred reveals. 
I didn't think Cameron Camden had any reveals under there. I will say, no, her outfit concealed the reveals really, really, really well. I'll give yes. her that. They concealed the yes. reveals very, very, very well. Um, I thought when at one point she when she did the thing of where she looked like she fell again, which yeah. unfortunately that's all right. You've already done that once, mm-hmm. so you know if she hadn't done it the first time, then it would have been a wow moment. But at one point, it almost looks like she can't get – like the wigs are still pinned together and she can't get them off. Oh, really? It's for like half a second when it's a wide shot of the two of them performing. Uh-huh. Um, because in the beginning, I thought, oh, Willow is killing this mm-hmm. just with the you know with the quirkiness. Mm-hmm. And then the second half of it, I kind of thought it was neck and neck. Mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I said, I said, this could actually be a tie. She could yeah. actually do this as a tie. Because I figured at this point she said $150,000 plus then the $50,000. So that equals $200,000. So they could t- split it in half and everybody still gets $100,000. What do you think of the lip sync? It was okay. I said it was okay. Yeah, I was very meh about it. Yeah, it, it, it was. I was. It, it was a enjoyable meal I will forget tomorrow. Yeah. It really was. Um, all right, Taylor. Any final thoughts on the episode? Any final thoughts on the season? Uh, anything you, you want to say to wrap things up on the season, on the episode, or anything like that? Um, I, I, this has been a very interesting season. Mm-hmm. I feel like they definitely were testing new concepts. And testing to see how patient the audience would be, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and to some degree, they they definitely they have to be paying attention to what people are saying, and hopefully they will do something that improves on some of the changes that they did this year for season fifteen. Mm-hmm. All right, very good, and that's all. We're final, final. We're we're, we're leaving the season, Taylor. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know if that was okay. That, that's my cue, is what you're saying. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm going to end the episode. Okay, okay. So, Joe and I have been talking. Mommy and Daddy love you all very much, <laughs> and you have done nothing wrong. <laughs> I am leaving the flagship show. Uh, I, this was a decision that I did not come by lately. Joe and I had a conversation weeks ago. Before we got an email, before anybody thinks otherwise. Yeah, I blame Griffin. Um, yeah. If anybody's upset with this, blame Griffin. <clears throat> um, I am, I want to fall in love with the show again. And I have definitely fallen out of love in some ways with Drag Race. Um, I, that's not to say that I don't continue to love it, but I want to be in love with it again. Um, and I, I just, this, Four months is a really long time, especially especially when it's the nice season <laughs> here in Florida. Um, so uh, Joe and I have talked, and while I will not be on season fifteen, I am not leaving the I am not leaving the network. Um, I appreciate Joe very much for dealing with me, the grand diva of Afterthought Media, and um, I, I will be occasionally. Checking in probably with All Stars in a couple of weeks. Um, I am always going to be available as a guest co-host. Uh, you know, you're still going to hear me on things like Shady Pines. Uh, we still have to finish season four. Mm-hmm. I realized that the other night. I'm like, I'm not going to stop podcasting with him. We have to finish season four. Um, and I will let you take over as far as if there's any other announcements you think are pertinent right now. Hey guys, it's Joe. I'm just breaking into the show really quickly here because this is something we said off the air. But Taylor is going to be back next year. So he's leaving this season. He's not doing season 15. He's not doing the flagship US show anymore. But Taylor will be the new co-host for UK versus the World Season 2. And he will also be the new co-host for All-Stars starting with All-Star Season 8. So season seven, we're we're gonna have something different, a more rotating panel of, of hosts. Nathan Brown is gonna be my permanent second chair on All Stars. 
but Taylor will be back next season. So you're going to still get that same amount of Taylor, just not on the U.S. show. He's going to be on uh, the U.K. versus the world, which is only six weeks in February. And he's going to do All Stars, which is later. So that's the new plan. Regarding me. Taylor, we have a lot of announcements, but right now I wanted to leave you with this. Luke's gonna cry, by the way. <laughs> I took for granted all the times that I thought would last somehow. I hear the laughter, taste the tea. But I can't get near you now Oh, can't you see it, Taylor? <laughs> Without you, I'm a failure No and deconstruct RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 7. But until then, for Tainer the Latte Boy and myself, sashay away until All-Stars. What the fuck? Oh no. Oh god. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought I was going to get out of here, Taylor. I know, right? Uh. All right. Guys, I have no idea why you're here. We're trying to wrap up the show. Is this going to take a long time? All right. Well, whatever you Okay. Ross, are you ready to go? Carson. Carson. Carson! Okay. All-Stars, All-Stars, time is near. Time to take it up the rear. We've been good, but we can't last. Hurry, All-Stars, hurry fast. Want a fist that's free of poop. at the finale, Taylor? No, they weren't. Uh-oh. Oh, you were going to have me here. I guess that was kind of cute, alright? Yeah, it sure was. But, um, can we just wrap it up? Because we need to get out of here. Uh, it's been a long season, and we want to do this. Ross, are you with me? Carson? Carson? <laughs> Want a fist that's free of poop? We can hardly stand the weight. Please, all stars, don't be late. We can hardly stand the weight. Please, all stars, don't be late. Okay, guys, that was very good. We have to go. Why? I, I want to 
no, want to thank you. No, I want to nope, suck nope. your dick. Please suck your dick. Please let me suck your dick. I want to suck no, your dick. Please, please let me suck your dick. I want to suck your dick so badly. All right. Now, finally, let us out, Taylor. Sashay away until All Star 7. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Taylor has another podcast. It's called Pod is My Co-Pilot, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Taylor the Latte Boy on Instagram and Twitter at P-I-M-C Taylor. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batance. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Very special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Agnesia Chopinska. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Coco San Pedro, Declan Prosser, Drew Brooks, E. Smith, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Lauren Eckert, Lionel Campbell, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Nicholas Springham, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Sarah Yu. Tom Bombs, Travis Newland, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson, Corinna Williamson, Elizabeth Timmer, Nikki Baker, Robert NYC, David Olson, and Alexandra Sixth. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>